Welcome everybody to the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast, episode number 186. And coming up on this one, the Leafs snapped a losing streak with two big wins in California AA over the Kings and the Ducks. Nylander getting close to signing an extension. That's the word on the street. What's the ceiling for Austin Matthews this season? And we got one segment tonight. Took 30 goals to get there, but finally saved by the stash. All this and more coming up on episode 186 of the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast. Emilio Estevez was looking all around it last night for the flying V for the Anaheim Ducks. Did he find it? Of course. Maybe, maybe not. We're going to let you know. If you know what we're talking about, great. If not, we're going to fill you in and let you know all about it. Did Estevez get his nose, (laughs) get his nose into some flying V action when the Leafs were in town against the Ducks? Here we go. Let's hit the intro. Welcome, everybody, to the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast. I'm Chad. I'm Dale. Don't forget, you can follow us on social media at the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Tip in podcast on TikTok and Tip in pod on Twitter or X. And when you're on YouTube, hit like, hit subscribe, and leave a comment. Was loving all the comments on the last video. So many good ones. So many. We said that Samsonov let in five goals, and it was actually six goals. Oh. And a lot a lot of people let us know about that in the comments. Of course. Of we course. corrected ourselves about 10 minutes into the podcast, but people can't wait that long to for the correction. So a lot of people nope. were screaming at us. Nope. But I just wanted to read one comment to you here. Uh, get your. I just want to get your reaction to this, see how oh, you yeah. feel about this. But one, oh, of yeah. the, one of the commenters asked us if we'd be willing to change the name of the show because he thinks it's cringe buddy come on who you gotta you got the the user's name on that one i don't have it i don't have it you can find it if you go to the last video i will i will find it i'll be bringing that up next time uh yeah buddy cringe figure it out the tip in the greatest play in the history of professional hockey there is no better play than a tip in on the ice or in the bedroom, bud. So give your freaking head a shake. The Tippin' Maple Leafs podcast. Get on board or get the fuck out of here. How about that one, Chad? How about that for an answer? Uh, that's what I love. That's what I love. Anytime someone makes a comment about us changing the name, I just got to throw it by Dale because he gets heated. He gets oh, heated. It pisses that. me off. It drives me mentally insane. The best name in the history of podcasts, the Tippin' Maple yeah. Leafs podcast. You're not going to find a better Leafs podcast than the one you're listening to or watching right now we guarantee it or your money back also also like you know you should never use the word cringe no no grown men shouldn't say cringe well who knows if it's a grown man or that's true i don't know that's true could be a kid i don't know anyway Anyway. let's get to some hockey talk so the leafs go out to california yeah yeah man so usually a dead spot for the leafs don't play well in california no. Probably two best games I've seen in a long time. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to get into the Ducks game a bit and, and the Kings game a bit. Obviously, the Ducks goalie stood on his head. The Leafs oh. ultimately won it, but it should have 
shouldn't have even really been close, but um, the Kings game, very impressive. But let's start here. Let's start with Samsonov, finally. So we did a podcast on Saturday. When was the last podcast? I think Saturday after the game, um, I believe, is when we did the last podcast. And we yeah. were at that point in time, Samsonov had not been put on waivers. We were expecting something to happen. We like did a they, whole like a 30 minute segment of talking about Samson. Well, it just need, needed, we won't be doing that tonight, but it needed to be done. But I wanted to touch on it off the top just to get your thoughts on it. So they finally do put him on waivers and they bring up Hill to be. And it looks like they're running with Jones and Hill to be here until Wall can get it figured out or to get healthy. I mean, I don't see Samson off figuring it out. I hope he does. I hope the best for the guy. I really do. But I don't see Samsonov in the mix here anytime soon. What are your thoughts on that whole thing yeah. briefly? No, I agree. I agree. I mean, all season, we were talking about in the last podcast, but all season, they've given him opportunity after opportunity to... Too many, actually. Too many opportunities. That's what we said in the last pod. He had his chance. He just had to right the ship. He could not get it going. He could not get right between the ears something had to be done and put on waivers and sent down to the marley's the yep. day after we posted the podcast yep so hilda comes up were you surprised that he didn't play or and jones got all to the first two yeah. games in the back-to-back and he'll probably get the sharks game too what do you think i was yeah i was definitely surprised that he didn't play in the anaheim game but then when i heard keith's he played you know, jones jones played so well against the kings though exactly like, and then they've got Thursday and Friday off. So, like, why not? I, I kind of see the I just thought because it. I just thought because it's back-to-back, and normally, no matter what, you play another goalie in the back-to-back. Plus, it was Anaheim in the second back-to-back. Yep. But I, I like that he went with Jones. I think Keith was looking, I think he said, like, you know, looking to build off the Kings game, yeah. try to get on a roll here. And, you know, it worked. Like, Joe, you know, he only he, he didn't let any goals in, in against L.A. He only let one in against the Ducks. So, like... Yeah, he's our guy right now. So there's no rush for is Hill to be going to play? Yes, he is. He oh, will yeah. get game action, but what's the rush, right? I guess to counter that, it could be like, well, you play Jones of the two games in a row back to back, like in a back to back situation, two nights in a row. So he gets, he tweaks something. Then we're talking about Hill to be and Petra's after. So yeah. that, that was my fear when I, when I saw that Jones was starting, but I just exactly what you said, that's what Keith said. And as soon as he said that, it, it made sense. He's like, you know, we're trying to build on this. Jones is coming off a shutout. He didn't really think his workload. That's what she said was that big mm-hmm. against LA. So yeah. And it awesome. worked out because let's face it. I mean, they were all over Anaheim, but it, a couple more goals for Anaheim. They wouldn't have won that game. Jones kept a minute. Okay, we'll get to yeah. the Ducks. We'll get to Blue the well. Ducks game here, and we'll get to Estevez in a second here. But uh, let's start with the LA Kings game, man. So yeah. here's where I'd go here. So the Leafs had lost four of their last six games coming into LA, three games in a row. They were getting points in overtime here and there, whatever. But still, they hadn't won a game in their last three games. Um, three nothing win over the Kings. Nothing to sneeze about there, man. Like LA is one of the top teams in the Western Conference. I expect them, you know, do I think that they're going to be the team that comes out of the West? I don't personally think so, but it's possible. I still lean towards Vegas. I lean heavily towards Colorado, but I think the Kings are in the mix, don't you? Oh, yeah. They're having a hell of a season. Big time, right? Big time. So a lot of good things. How about this? Trevor Moore 
former Leaf, Trevor Moore. 17 goals for that dude. Did you see that? 17 did, yeah. goals for Trevor Moore, our old buddy. Yeah, he's been uh, good ever ever since he got to LA. He's been good. Did he go? Did he go back in the Muzzin Campbell trade? Was or, or was that? Yeah, it must have been because they haven't I think made so. It. Yeah, yeah, it must have been. Um, anyway, I can't remember that far back? I can't remember what I did yesterday, let alone two or three years ago. So it's it's shitty to see that Campbell and Muzzin aren't around anymore, and you got Trevor Moore popping. He's got 17 goals, and you know he's probably going to score 25 or 30 goals, but. Anyway, whatever. And they've got him. He's not making a ton of money, but I digress on Trevor Moore. I'm just saying there, uh, you got to give something to get something and, and away you go. But uh, the story of that game, obviously, um, Jones gets a, a shutout. Lease win three, nothing. William Nylander, two goals, including an impressive empty netter where he powered uh, beat past Drew Doughty to drive it right to the net. He probably could have popped it in from the red line or the blue line, but he said, no, I'm taking this fucking right to the empty net to put it right home and all that the whole talk around the least the last since we've done the last podcast once the samsonoff thing cleared waivers all the talk chad has shifted to willie nylander getting real close yep. apparently to signing a contract extension potentially an eight-year deal worth 11 plus per season thoughts chad please would love to hear what you got to say about this <laughs> i'll be perfectly honest with you i i don't really have many thoughts on it like i a part of me thinks well that's too much money and then a part of me is like yeah but eight years he'd be the it first guy to take eight yeah, if he signs the eight years, or no, really sorry, Riley, sorry, Riley did, Riley did, yeah, Riley, but that that would be my thought. And also, until it actually happens, I I don't like this whole speculating. And, but it's and, good, it's gonna happen, right? Like it's well, gonna everyone's happen. reporting on it. Like everybody that that is anybody in the hockey world is reporting that it's close, and it's the, gonna happen. They want to get it done before the All Star game, which is only four weeks away. So they're not letting him walk for nothing, and that would be no. a gigantic mistake. But here we go. If it's eleven point two five, that's what the rumors were. I've heard some say it could be a little higher. Could it be a little lower? Maybe, but I haven't know, heard that. No, no, well, not really. But like, wouldn't eleven be just you know, you sign an eight-year deal worth eleven million dollars? There's eighty-eight million dollars. That's his number. Like, can you not just okay? Like, you know, he's doing commercials and he's doing TTC commercials and like, all, take like a little less. Like, come on, like you can't just like you need an extra two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. Like, you need ninety million. Like, eighty-eight's not eighty-eight million's not enough. Like, come on, man. It's just, yeah, to me, I know it's what like, you, mean. You, you can't just take 11. You can't set, like, he, I know he's good friends with Pasternak, and I think Pasternak makes 11.25 and whatever, but like, come on, Willie. Like, come on, man. Like, can you not just be the first? It's not like you're taking a hometown discount at 11. <laughs> like, you're jumping from 6.9, the best contract in the history of the Toronto Maple Leafs, maybe the history of the NHL. 6.9. I'm surprised he wants to, I'm surprised he wants to even up his deal. Like, no, why just, wouldn't you do three signings hey, for that? That's a comfortable number, 6.9. Best number, man. I would exactly never where want, you want to be. Oh my God. I would never want a contract for a penny less or a penny more. 6.9 no. on the dot is where I would just sweet spot all over it. Sweet yep. spot. Okay. But 11 million. So here we go. So, okay. I think it's going to happen. Is the price too high? 
the guy's killing it. He's got 50 points. Like he's a top 20 player in the league. He's the, he's a top, he's a top two player on this team. I'm sorry. He is. I think he's surpassed Mitch going to get your thoughts on Mitch and what, what this could mean in a second here, but here we go. You're going to have Matthews, Nylander, Tavares, uh, Marner, four forwards making 10 plus million dollars, man. Not too many moons ago, there was all this talk about a team can't win the cup with one guy making 10 million dollars. We're about to have fucking four, right. four, but not long for Tavares. After next year, Tavares will drop significantly. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah, but- you'll be back to three. So, so we both agree the Nylander thing is going to happen. Is it too rich? Maybe, but it's going to happen, right? It's going to happen. That's what they're saying that it's, it's going to happen. happen. It hasn't happened. happened. He I wants know, to be there. Happened. They want he. No, I know, but it's going to happen. Like they're probably crossing the T's and dotting the I's. Okay, like it's going to happen here. I guarantee it. He's probably trying to find a six and a nine in there somewhere just to make it a little more yeah. interesting. But uh, it's going to happen. But ten point six nine. So, so 13.25 for Austin, let's say 11.25 for Willie. Mitch is making 10 point, whatever it almost 11 right now. Um, JT is making 11. So there's your like crazy, almost, almost $50 between 50, almost 50 million, 50 bucks, 50 million dollars between those four cats next year. If this goes down with Willie, which I, I believe it will. Yeah. Where do you think that leaves Tavares? Where do you think that leaves Marner if Nylander signs that eight-year extension? What do you think? I don't know. I like. I think JT is going to when his contract's up, he's going to take a pay cut because he's he's past his prime. So if he wants to stay in Toronto, he's going to have to take a pay cut and kind of finish his career out here. He big probably time. he could get big money if he went on the open market. Someone would pay him somewhere. He's not going to get not going anywhere. He's not going to get eleven million dollars again. Mitch, nope. on the other hand. I don't know. I mean, if if Mitch can if Mitch can have like he the last couple seasons, Mitch has been one of the best right wingers in the league, right? This year he's having he's he's not having quite the same season, but no, nope. I feel like he he's gonna snap out of it eventually. If he doesn't and he has a couple seasons back to back that aren't that great. And let's say Nylander's ahead of him in, in points on the team. That's a really good question, man. Where does it go from there? What do you do with Mitch? What do you do with him? Because he's, he's obviously going to want a pay raise, but the, he can't go into it like he did last time, being like, I want Austin Matthews money and a, or like a little less than that. Let me throw this out at you here. Like, Is he going to go in and be like, I'm worth more than Nylander? And the team's like, well, Nylander's had more points than you the last two seasons. Do you not think, depending on what happens in the playoffs this year, um that look they, no, they don't they don't give a shit what happens in the playoffs no no they've been handing money right. out and they haven't won they haven't won anything and look i i know tree living is gonna be you know pen to paper here but shanny's also got his name on on these contracts so don't kid yourself anybody out there and, and, and I, we already know the deal here like how much shanny how much say shanny has yeah like do you see any scenario where Shanny would be like, depending on what happens in the playoffs, if they bounce out in the first round and Mitch is not like whatever? I I've, I love the way Nylander plays. I think he's just gotten better. I want him to stay around. I have no problem with them signing Nylander long term. No problem. 
The Marner thing is a little more interesting to me personally. I'm like, look, can this team win with Mitch Marner? Well, they haven't been able to. They haven't been able to win with any of these guys. But could they could they spend that money elsewhere? I, I don't know. Like, do you see any scenario? I guess what I'm getting at here is depending on the playoffs and depending on a whole bunch of things, Shanny maybe wanting his guys to stay no matter what lack of success in the playoffs. You see any scenario where they move on from Mitch Marner in the offseason? Any scenario? No. No chance. No. Not if, Shanny, if not if Shanny's still at the realm. What if he prices himself out like just what if he's like what if he wants more than Willie? What if he's like okay it's 12 well, I, from it's 12 for me. I it's think he is I think he is going to want more than Willie. You can't pay Mitch Marner 12 million dollars. You well, can't do it. You don't that's what I'm saying. It all depends on what's going to happen. I mean, if he if he manages to put up a 100 point season and then another 100 point season, then yeah, you could pay him 12. You, and he can make the case that he's worth it. But, but you can't pay him 12 because look at what they're well, the already cap, paying. The cap's going to go up. Yeah, but not enough. <laughs> not well, enough. it's supposed to jump. Like next year, it's supposed to jump a little bit. But then down the road, it's supposed to significantly jump. But do you? But then we're. But dude, are we not just like snowballing here? Like it's going to be the same thing. Only, thing. The, only the four guys are. JT will drop down to maybe five. Okay. But then all of a sudden, Nylander 11. Mitch 12, Austin 13. Like, I guess it evens itself okay. out yeah, because JT will be dropping down. If And if the cap goes up, if the cap goes up, then you have okay. sort of the same amount of money to play with. My biggest thing is, is, is the short contracts. Like, I don't mind William Nylander making $11 million because well, it's going to be the, an eight year deal. Exactly. By the time you get to year eight, the cap's going to be significantly higher and he's still going to make $11 million. Same with Mitch. But for some reason, it's always five years, six years, you know, five years, six. It's never the full eight. So if Mitch but, wants that, I would say we'll pay you a little more, but you got to take the eight years. The next deal has got to be eight years. Got to be eight years. I get doing it for Austin Matthews because he's like a generational talent. One of the best goal scorers in the league, best players in the world. He he's basically just signing short-term contracts. Always going to be one of the highest paid players in the league. But when it comes, well, I'll to tell you what, I'll tell you what, his, really? his, I'll, I'll tell you what, his, sorry, before you finish your thought there, yeah. Austin's next one better be fucking eight as well. Sorry. Like it's about time. He's yeah, like, it's about time. He got us two five-year contracts. Next one's uh, the lifetime deal. Austin. There you go. And what I'm saying is that's where I would draw the line with, with Mitch. That's where I would draw the line with them. Like, if you're going to argue about, I need to get paid this, I need to get paid that. Okay, well, then sign the eight years. Sign the eight-year deal so that it makes sense for us. This whole four, five, six-year thing just just doesn't cut it. Okay. That's where so, I, am. Uh, I, I That's cool, man. So so I I, I kind of am with you. Like, I think Shanny just – his those three guys in particular, Matthews, Nylander, Marner – Tavares to an extent, but I think his money will be dropping. But I, I think you're kind of right. Like win or lose in the playoffs, whatever. I think they're going to just give these guys the fucking money they want and just keep trying and keep trying and hope that fucking maybe Florida yeah. gets worse and Boston gets worse and Tampa gets worse. And then finally it's going to be our fucking time. And I think you're right, man. I think that that's probably going to be this, like how they, how it plays out here. You asked me if I thought they would move off Mitch in the off season, then I'll throw it back to you. We talked about it last year. Did you not think the last two off seasons, we both thought, well, they have to do something. 
Absolutely. Like after they got bounced in the first round, and then after their performance against the Florida Panthers in the second round last year, we both said, "Okay, this isn't working." But they, the band's back together, still playing. But so it's what, what makes you think that whatever happens in the playoffs this year, that no, Shady no, you're right. and company's going to be like, "All right, now we got to do it." Like in retrospect, I'm glad they didn't trade Nylander. I probably would have been okay if they traded Mitch. Like if they, if we had Mitch's money to spend on another different style forward and another different style defenseman. I think this team personally, I think this team can win without Mitch. Don't get me wrong. I think Mitch does a lot of good things. Penalty He's kill. I know Mitch, Mitch phenomenal is an player. Phenomenal player. But like, we don't know, like, could they win without Mitch? Like, I don't know. You look, I heard someone make the example of like uh, the Vancouver example of about talking about Bull Horvat, how like he wanted a ton of money and Vancouver management was just like, nope, not going to do it. Traded him. And he was their captain. And look at and now Vancouver's like life moves on and life is yeah. life is good out in Vancouver without Bo, Bo Horvat. They're one of the best teams in the West this year. So yeah, it's it's it, it, most teams do that. Most teams don't fall in love with their players to the extent that the Toronto Maple Leafs do. Dude, when the Islander when JT left New York, left Long Island, they got better. No, I know. <laughs> like, I know. It's there. There are teams that like. Our Florida won the president's trophy, got bounced in the first round, traded their best player from that got, year. Got better. Got better. <laughs> got better. They went and got Matthew Kachuk. They got better. There lots of teams do it. Vegas makes trades all the time, like, and they do nothing but win and they I just know. move on. And lot there's so many teams. Look at the Red Wings. Eiserman, he walks away from guys. He did it in Tampa. He does it in Detroit. Walks away from guys that want too much money. Life moves on. Team keeps winning. So, so here so in that's Toronto, a little, that's a little scary. New. That's a little scary here, though, isn't it? Like we're talking about all these teams make like doing things and and be like keep. It's train. a business. You can't fall in train. love with the guys. Train. No, I know. Train keeps chugging. Team gets better. New guys out, guys in. But this team, no. It's like the it has to be these guys. Shanny's guys. It's got to be these guys. It hasn't worked yet. I'm not saying it's never going to work. I, God, I hope it works. I I hope one yes. day it works. I've taken so much shit about sticking with these fucking guys. I hope one day there will be a payoff here, but I can't guarantee that. No, like, you can't guarantee it. Not I mean, these guys can't guarantee it, man. I'll be perfectly honest with you. There is a very strong chance that come May, we're doing a podcast about them getting beat in the first round of the playoffs. It's more than likely. Like, of and course. We're going to talk about it, and we're going to point out all the flaws and everything. But <laughs> We might only... as well not even say anything. We'll just be like, see you in the, in the fall, because we know what's up. See you in the fall to, but... try, to try again. The only consistent thing... Because we have we've been doing this show since 2018, and the only Long consistent time. thing we do every year when they get knocked from the playoffs, we bitch and moan on the show and we talk about it. The only thing that has stayed consistent from that time is those guys. The goalies have changed, the defense has changed, the guys around them have changed, but those guys have been there the whole time. Dude, that's it. Okay, so it's going to be very interesting. Obviously, we'll get much more into it. Let's move on to the Ducks game here. Yeah. Uh, as the season progresses, we'll get into it and into the offseason. I mean, it's just it's just crazy. It's just it's always about money. It with I the, know. it's just always the money, need, the money, the money. We need to it, like we need to get off the salary cap. I next salary if you want a salary cap, got to be a soft cap. That's what I'm saying for the next. Or push time it right to a hundred million, and let's just see where what's up. Like just push it to a hundred million. 
Like well, the way least, they have it, the way they have it written is it's written by the growth of the league revenue. So if the league revenue doesn't grow, the cap doesn't grow. I think the league's doing pretty well. It's got to be like well, that's why the cap's going to go up next year. Like you look at Vegas, you look at Seattle. Like they're talking about expanding possibly again. I don't even want to get into that. But here's what I do want to get into: the so, Ducks and the Leafs. The Leafs end up pulling this one out, 2-1 in overtime. The Ducks goalie, shout out, he was incredible. Before we go to it, though, Emilio Estevez, we've talked about this off the top. You, For those who don't know, he's an old favorite here on the Tip in Maple Leafs podcast. The old flying V. Chad never, I Chad used to think that the flying D was a deke that Emilio Estevez taught the kids when they were doing the movies that's what you used to think right like flying the formation get that v cooking up the center of the ice right yeah well i mean when i first saw mighty but ducks what, I, I was nine nine or ten years old or something but, but what did i tell you that it really is well i still remember the day so uh dale was he was Expl well, ex explain to the folks what, what, it, what it really is i'll tell you exactly what happened so gordon bombay we all believe, we all watch the movie, and Gordon Bombay stands on the bench, and he says, a flying V. <laughs> and all the guys go behind the net, and they skate up doing a V. And then we're 12 years old, and Dale takes me to the edge of the playground. He says, come here. I got something to tell you. Okay. He's like, I got something to tell you. I'm like, what's up? He's like, you know, the, you know Gordon Bombay, you know Emilio Estevez, you know the flying V. I'm like, yeah, it's a, one of the best plays you can do in hockey. Unstoppable. He's like, has nothing to do with hockey. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? Takes me into the classroom, pulls out the VHS, and he's like, look at Bombay. He's not looking at the ice. I said, what are you talking about? He's like, look, look at him. And then he's yelling into the stands and right behind the glass, if you watch the movie, probably six or seven hockey moms. That's where they're all standing. <laughs> he says, <laughs> so he's yelling, flying V, and Dale says, it's vagina. It's vagina. The V That's stands for vagina in flying V. And yep. the fly, the flying is, he's just, the flying is Emilio Estevez. All he's letting the hockey moms know there by including flying on in front of the V, he's basically just letting them know how much of a fucking freak between the sheets that he is. When he gets them back to the fucking penthouse condo, he's got sex swings set up all around the fucking uh, condo. So he's got the V and he still all he still wears still wears the leather ducks jacket the oh, whole fuck. time. He, oh, he keeps the I will say jacket this. on just like Eddie Balfour in the shower. He keeps the duck on when he or the duck. He keeps the leather jacket on like when he's hunting and when he's deep in the flying feet, that's for sure. <laughs> that day that you told me, I went home and I said to my dad, I'm like, this is what this is what Dale told me the flying V was. And he said, I cannot confirm or deny that. <laughs> Come on. And that that was it. That's when no I knew brainer. that's what so, that's when I knew that was the truth. So did the Leafs beat the Ducks 2-1 in overtime last night? Yes, yes. they did. Did Emilio Estevez win? Did Emilio Estevez win or lose still get some flying V action? A hundred percent. Yes. Of every, course. Every, oh, every time. Every night. Every night. We got a segment, Chad, for the first time this season. You want to cue it up? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Saved by the Stash. Dash. 
All right. If you don't know this segment, anytime Austin Matthews scores a beauty to win the game, the team is saved by the stash. And this Can was... you believe it? Can you believe this is the first time this season that he has a game-winning goal? Isn't that I know. crazy? I know. 30 goals he scored and first game-winning goal. But before we even do say by the stash, I mean, shout-out to Dostal, the goalie for Mannheim. He was awesome. 50-plus he... saves. He was incredible. Unbelievable. Like, I watched the whole game and... These leaves were peppering this fucking guy. He was all over it. And incredible saves. Like he stopped <laughs> you know what? breakaways, two on ones, three on ones. He stopped everything. You, you know what I was? You know what I was thinking watching that game? Just the that? Ducks aren't a good team. You know what I was thinking watching that game? I'm thinking, uh, Tree Living, you might want to get on the blower there. <laughs> and see if you can get, see if you can get this kid. Like, why well, not? everyone talks about John Gibson being available, and I'd be like, mm, no, nope. I'd, take, I'd, I'd take a stab at that kid. No, he he was awesome. He was awesome. Oh, unreal. But yeah. Awesome Matthews in overtime. Dude, how many he had 13 shots on net or 14 shots oh, he on was net. All over it. He could have had a four goals in that game. No problem. Yeah. Tavares ends up tying it late 1-1, like 1-1 late in the third, and uh goes to overtime. And the Leafs were just all over, man. And Mitch made a nice was, play to get it to Austin on the side of 90 side of the net. He ripped it home 30th of the season saved by the stash for the first time this season, man, have I missed saved by the stash? Absolutely. Absolutely. It was nice to see. It was just what a game. Like uh, they yeah. go, they go. I just want to say like, yeah, they played LA. If, if the way they played against LA and the way they played against Anaheim, if they would just play like that, like that is the thing that is so fucking frustrating about this team is you watch them play those two games where yeah. like they take on a team like LA, they don't back down to them. They didn't back down to Anaheim who started to get chippy with them. They stuck to their game. They kept the goals low. You wouldn't lose to Columbus. You wouldn't lose to Buffalo. You wouldn't lose to Chicago. If you just did half of that, when you played those teams, and that's what makes it so frustrating is to watch how good they can be and then have to watch them lose. Well, I know Samsonov hat was part of the problem during that no, time. You're, but at the I same know, you're... time, it's just what they played so well against LA and so well against Anaheim. Just wish we'd see that more often. Oh, God. You're, yeah, 100%, man. Um, so, anyway, his 30th goal of the season, his eighth consecutive 30 goal season has yeah. never scored less than 30 but let's talk about this for a quick second how many goals does he end up with chad if he stays healthy where is this guy going for goals this season in your opinion it's got to be 60 plus right it has to be well i if he plays every game from here on out mm -hmm. yeah it's definitely 60 plus this guy looks in. like a fucking machine like he looks he looks as good to me as the season he scored 60 maybe better do you think that's a stretch or 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 no oh dude he looks yeah he looks better you i think, think he, he looks, looks better, better than the season he scored 60 like he looks yeah, dominant I just, I'm gonna, absolutely I dominant i want to look it up real quick because uh I just want to look up his his goals because the crazy thing about it is he's had streaks this year where he's gone like five, six, seven, eight games yep. without a goal and still yep. has 30. Yep. So the fact that he's doing that makes me like it's so impressive. Anyway, it's I, can't find it. I wanted to see how many. I know he had a long stretch without a goal and he still has 30. I'm just going to put a number on it. I'm just going to put a number on it. You say over or under six, nine. 
<laughs> I was going to say 70. I was going to say okay, 70. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say under. I'm going to say under. I, I think more around I, 65. If he if he plays every game okay. from here on out, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say under two, but maybe maybe sniffing right around it. If he ends up with 69, legend, absolute yeah. legend, like the Statue. guy's not already. But anyway, incredible. What can we say? Saved by the stash. Love doing that segment. I can't believe yeah. it's been so long. But uh, anyway, couple quick things. But I've only got a couple quick things to hit on. So like five minutes left. We want to yep. take a quick second and hear from our lovely friends over at Brazzers. Chad, would you like to throw to that? I would love to. Let's hear from Brazzers. <sighs> Chad, what's the matter? Well, Dale, I guess... I guess I've just been feeling a little down, you know, because, like, I love podcasting. But I find there's something missing. There's got to be something else that I love other than just podcasting. Chad, wipe those tears away. There's only two things I know how to do. I never get down. I love podcasts just as much as you. The second thing I love is porn, but not just any porn, specifically Brazzers.com. Brazzers.com? That's right, Brazzers.com. What is it? Take a little sneak peek at Brazzers.com. Why don't you bring it up right now? I can't look at this on my computer. Is there any way I could watch it in private on my phone? Absolutely. Privacy settings galore. Brazzers.com has all your pornography needs. Well, this is great. I am so much happier now. Brazzers.com. Thanks, Dale. You're welcome, Chad. Brazzers.com. All right. So, what do you got? Hey, hey, folks, beat those winter blues by taking a little trip down the rabbit hole that is Brazzers.com. You will not regret it. The absolute unofficial, official sponsor of the Tippin Maple Leafs podcast, Brazzers.com. Absolute beauty. That's right. Beat those winter blues. Also beat something else. What do you got? That's right. Um, okay. So you think Jones plays on Saturday against his former team, the Sharks? Hell to be. Why would you go with Hell to be there, right? Go with keep with Jones. He's led him one goal in his last two games. You go with Jones yeah, again, right? I think so. You have the two days off. There's no reason not to. And he didn't really get a lot of work in either the LA or Anaheim games. So. Exactly. And then two yeah. days off. And uh, yeah. So uh, Jones, yeah. Jones, I think, uh, as well. Quickly Jones. here. Which and then I, San Jose is coming back to Toronto to play on Tuesday. I yeah, that's that's very interesting. So do maybe they fly, do they fly maybe, together? How's that work? No, I don't think so. But <laughs> you know, but you know who will? There's going to be someone special making that trip. I'm not going to no, mention his name tonight. But next podcast, I think you know who I'm talking oh, about. Oh, I know who you're talking about. But uh, we'll just get in Estevez tonight. We got another cat, former Our friend boy. of the show, coming up. He likes uh, he likes flip flops. Taped in duct tape. I'll tell you that. There's a little secret. But uh, anyway, we'll be seeing him. I can't wait for that next podcast. Going to bring up this guy, Benoit. 
bringing it in the physicality department. Is he a great fighter? No. But is he afraid to get into it? No. So I just wanted to take a quick second and just get your thoughts on Benoit because he's kind of fallen into my good books. I don't think he's great out there, but he's doing an adequate job, wouldn't you say? And I've yeah. been told, I've been told that many times in my life. Adequate. Not great, but adequate. Yeah, you get the job done, or you do it the best you can. That's right. Uh, at this, yeah, at the start of the season, we were pretty hard on Benoit, but he was pretty bad. And three so kind of justified. Yikes. But I am starting to really like Benoit. It's not really not so much physical, right? Yeah, not so much when he has to make a play with the puck. No, not, no, not the best. But he he's in there. He's not afraid of anybody. No, he's not. He's dropping the gloves. He's getting beat up, but he's what dropping up? the gloves and the mustache. <laughs> <laughs> and is it a is it a neck guard or a turtleneck that he? No, wears? he's wearing him and Bertuzzi are the only two guys on the team that are that are wearing the neck guards. Yeah, I I, I, I think I that's have a, a smart idea. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. So yeah, Benoit, he's getting into my good books, and I mean, I will give Tree Living credit for both him and Legison because those two came in with a pretty bang. Like Samsonov not playing the best. Those two came in and they've done a pretty adequate as dale likes to say adequate job at holding up that blue line like those are some good moves by tree living for depth players yep for sure yeah um yep. okay I like so him. yeah I, ju I just wanted to touch on benoit because we don't talk about him first you know we don't bring him up because it's just not a thing right but he, i no, think he's been, kinda, he's been I impressive thought, I, I thought the whole team was really physical on this road trip like more so than i've seen in a while like standing up for each other austin yeah got Austin got knocked down the Dubois other day. hit him and yeah, he, I can't stand that guy. He has a thing for Matthews, eh? Yeah, oh yeah, I, he just not hates a fan. Austin Matthews. Not a fan. But of like Dubois. after that happened, Mitch got in there. JT's was getting in scrums and doing yeah. things. Willie kind see. of. Yeah, it's good to yeah. see, man. Bertuzzi's really, really taking a turn. He's he's really feisty and get like this is the Bertuzzi I thought we were getting at the start of the year. Maybe he's just become comfortable. Anyway, they've looked really good on this road trip. Yeah, and, and I think like Bertuzzi it. has been better, but I still think he's got a lot more to give. Yeah, but and at least we're seeing signs that it's there. 100%, 100%. So I'll leave you on this one, Chatty. Not sure if you – I just happened to catch this on social media. I didn't know this personally, but I think this might be something good to end it on. On this day in 1988, Borea Salming became the first European player to play 1,000 games in the NHL. How about that? Congrats. Absolute legend. The Toronto, former Toronto Maple Leafs defenseman, the late, great Borea Salming, the first European player ever in the history of the National Hockey League to play 1,000 games, and it happened on this day in 1988. That's all I got for tonight, Chatty. That's right. And wasn't it, I think it wasn't around this time or that the big Doug, Go, Doug Gilmore trade happened? It was a couple days ago. Yep. 100%. Yeah. So, yeah. All the like New Year's happened. Day or something like that. Or the, well, the or New January Year's Day. Second. And it was 90, 90, 91, 92. I don't know. Sometime around that. Yeah. All good things. But yeah. Have you watched the Boris Salming movie? Not yet. Thalming. I haven't seen it yet. It's not a movie. It's a it's a it's a series. It's not a movie, is it? Or is it a movie or a series? Well, whatever it is, but it's like oh, okay. it's not I like a documentary. It. Like there's a dude no. playing board song. Yeah, yeah. I know it's on. I know it's on Crave. Whatever. No, I haven't. Is I that haven't where it is it. on Crave? Yeah, it's on Crave. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna check it out. Um, no, I don't have anything else. You? No, that's it for tonight. 
All right. Well, for the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast, and uh, special thanks to Emilio Estevez and the Flying V. You can follow us on social media at the Tip In Maple Leafs podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, on Twitter, Tip In Pod, and TikTok, Tip In Podcast. You can email us, Tip In Podcast at gmail.com. And until next time, I'm Chad. I'm Dale. And we will. We'll be back after the Leafs Sharks game on Saturday night to break it all down. Guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Please like and subscribe on YouTube. Go Leafs, go baby. Let's go into the shark tank and keep this thing going. Catch you guys later. Catch you later.